Welcome to the High Rankings Podcast, brought to you by Dispensary Growth, the preeminent SEO agency for dispensary. Each episode will dive into the world of search engine optimization for cannabis dispensary. We'll discuss the latest strategies and tactics to help your dispensary rank higher on search engines and attract more patients and customers. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, join us as we explore how to maximize your online presence and stay ahead of the competition in the rapidly growing cannabis industry. Hello, 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 and welcome back. We are on episode 30, which is crazy. Also, it's October officially, which to the rest of the... Q4. Yeah. The rest of the states means fall, which must be nice. I hope you're having a great time, the leaves. To us in Florida, it doesn't mean anything. That's so gross. Yeah, it's unpleasant. So, yeah. So since we last spoke, you, in fact, have had a birthday. Yeah. So had a birthday. I am 38. You can believe that. What did we do? So we went out. We had dinner on Saturday night and went to a nice place i'm a fan of like steakhouse get like a nice dinner normally i'm not like i just kind of over fancy restaurants like whatever but i hadn't had a nice steak in a while and some wine i do like doing that so went out to steakhouse had a couple bottles of wine i might have gotten a little piled up not like piled up just may somebody overserved me yeah we then we met up with some friends so we went from the steakhouse and i, I was kind of telling you the story before well, actually that sunday the next morning we go from the steakhouse and we scooted i don't remember we were scootering from by the way those electric scooters we're in downtown denver we're buzzing around there's only we could only find one scooter me and a friend and we could only find one scooter so she hops on the scooter so she's hanging on to me and i'm buzzing around and of course we're you know a couple of bottles of wine in well she rolled her ankle a couple of weeks ago so she's in a boot so she's hanging on to me. I've got a broken hand, torn shoulder. And I, I don't know what happened. I don't think we hit a pothole. We were going pretty fast. And I just remember just eating shit, just crashing. We were kind of like, it's, you know, 1030 at night on a Saturday. It's not late, not that late. And just crashing into this grass, like not like a garden, but you know, just whatever grass, you know, just past the sidewalk. And luckily I didn't stick out my left hand. That's a broken bone or my shoulder. And so I, I basically just face planted. And I like, I remember somebody's like, Oh, she's already got a broken leg, my guy. And then like a bunch of laughter. And then they just crossed the street. And I remember looking at like, wow, that just fucking happened. We just ate shit. She was fine. Luckily, she was fine. She was laughing. And then she goes, Oh, my God, you have grass in your mouth. <laughs> just ate shit. So I'm picking out grass. Then we go to a speakeasy. I don't know if you like speakeasies. I don't know. Like, I, I don't really drink that much. So it's like, all right, cool. Just get like an old fashioned and meet up with my other friends. So we take a scooter there. And I don't remember. So we went from, we met them somewhere and then we were going to go to another bar. And I don't remember how it came up, but I was just like, yeah, just hop on my bed. So another friend was like complaining that we had to walk. And so yeah just hop on my back i'll give you a piggyback ride like no problem we're just walking down the street and by now it's almost midnight and pretty piled up at this point I'm like, yeah just get, just stop on my back that's fine and then she hopped on and <laughs> i just crumbled and then i basically dropped her <laughs> sorry casey 
basically dropped her and then i fell over and we laughed hysterically she was laughing too which was good but no she's fine my shoulder is a little sore hand is kind of sore i still have a broken bone in it that's not going to change so i don't think i made it worse definitely didn't help it but yeah i had a few crashes that night and then yeah we just ended the night pretty late night but it was fun It was fun to be out i hadn't been out that late in a long time but good birthday had some good chicken wings my nephew makes really really good chicken wings so that was pretty fun so yeah that's that's what happened that night how was your weekend it's a good that thing this is not a video podcast this week because if you could see the look on my face <laughs> what was the reason i was quiet during that whole epic adventure of yours because there's just so many things there's just so many things wrong with that whole story like first of all i've seen you driving just driving, okay? So I wouldn't get on the back of a scooter with you. Just uh, first of all, very efficient. I knock on wood. I've never been in a car accident. Knock on wood, never. Well, that's just sheer luck. I wouldn't get on the back of a scooter with you. Period. Drunk, sober, any possible which way is not happening. We were um, buzzing too, actually. Like now that I think about, it, but I was slowing down, and I think I just right. I don't know what happened. I just, so he already um, has jacked up legs, so that's even more reason. Also, her balance is going to be off because the boot weighs something. So no. Also, like I'm not going to get on the back of a scooter with a man who is still recovering from the last time he threw himself off a somewhat small mechanically propelled vehicle. Not happening. Like this is this is a whole lot wrong with that. And I am judging you so much. I'm also Stop judging you. So I'm just being fair. There's like equal judgment in this whole thing. And I do accept that it was your birthday weekend and you don't drink much like me. And neither of us drink. So then when we do, it's just a complete fucking shit show. How you escaped with just grass in your mouth. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they got got. It was fun. I didn't get too piled up, which is good. You know, like nothing terrible. Mm. But no, it was, it was a lot of fun. Made for a good story. Yeah, no. um, what did I do? Well, I sent you a huge ass bag of your favorite candy. That's what I did. Yes. Thank you, by the way. Oh, no, gonna I'm going to get diabetes. I'm going to dummy that in like four or five days. What did you go? Yeah, this will be gone by tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah. These uh, peanut M&Ms are just straight fire. Like I, I crush those things. They're, they're so not good. much better than a peanut M&M. I just like if you're in the mood for chocolate i just don't other than english candy right which is far superior don't come at me it's not mm. up for discussion nobody send a comment or no it's not up for discussion so forget that aside from english candy peanut m ms are probably the superior chocolate if we're going to talk like gummy type candy haribo has the like authority on gummy candy i think but yeah peanut m ms are just superior there's just they're so good. The problem is, though, like you could just keep eating them and that's bad. Yeah, you can eat like 90 in one sitting. Yeah, it's, just, which, it's bad. What else did I do? So I have a new addiction. You don't Mur like anything, though. Oh, I yeah, know, I don't. Myrtle. So I've been hearing about Myrtle for a hot minute. And there you can do like a daily Myrtle, which is real similar to, well, it's not similar to Wordle, but Wordle obviously is a new one a day, as is Myrtle. And I've been hearing about it for a while, but I knew that they had two books out. And so I was at the bookstore at the weekend, which I am quite often because that is my jam. And I saw that they have the first Myrtle book. So I picked it up and I said to the girl, I was like, this is going to go one of two ways. Either, you know, I'm going to really enjoy it 
or I'm going to throw this book across a room. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're just going to get frustrating and like, poopy pants and then yeah. want a refund. Yeah, and I'll be like, yeah, why did I think this was a good idea? I have had this book since Saturday afternoon. There are a hundred different puzzles in it, four different layers of difficulty. So it's 25 per layer of difficulty. And I am on the last layer of difficulty on puzzle 83. So yeah. That's I, literally I, all you've been doing. No, that's not all I've been doing because I still obviously have a life and I have a house that I have to upkeep and <laughs> family and a job and I still read and I have things to do. But like in my downtime, I have read my book less and I have been doing my Wordle <laughs> book like a lot. Like I don't have any, like you have to do it in pencil. I don't have any pencils and I don't go into, when our kids are not here, I don't go into their rooms without permission because that's their space. And you know, so I was texting one of them over the weekend. I was like, do you have any pencils? Can I please have one? Can I go in your room and get a pencil? Cause you know, boundaries. And she's like, I never asked for this stuff. So now she's all curious. So when she comes back, I'm going to have to like show her, show it to her. But yeah, totally completely addicted to this thing. It's amazing. I'm trying to get you into it so we can do the daily myrtle together. But yeah, it's my new thing. I need to get myself alive. So yeah, you do. Maybe like a <laughs> hobby. Well, Maybe. to be fair, what else have I done? I did talk to my best friend who lives in Austria this morning real quick for a little bit because I miss her so much, but it's nice to FaceTime. I go on vacation in a couple of weeks. So there's my life. I do go on a vacation, which I'm excited about. I get to meet up with my friends who live in Ohio. And what else? No boat yet. No boat yet. ETA? I don't know because I said last week, right, they'd had two of the black ones in. So I feel like it's kind of any day now, but I know I said that last week, so I just don't know. My husband's like, oh, it will probably be get here when you're gone. And I probably, it'll be my luck that it will. But yeah, I kind of was hoping, but no, it's not here yet. So there's that. I think that's, oh, no, we don't have any cold weather. We have a Formula One race this weekend where I do believe that Max Verstappen is going to clinch his third consecutive world championship. He will probably do it during the sprint race. He'll probably win it on Saturday. I don't think he's going to win it. I don't think he's going to need to go till Sunday. Daniel Ricciardo is still not driving. Liam Lawson is in his place. I think he'll be back for Austin, which is the next race, which is supposed is a good race. You'll like the Austin race, I think, if you watch it, which you don't. I check it out. Also, I have a question. I asked my husband this last week, last night, mm-hmm. but he didn't really clued in. Is the Vegas sphere like a real thing, or is it is it real? Because I'm like, it is, isn't it? Didn't like you two play. I don't know. Like, is it real? Yeah. Like, it's um, an actual thing. It's a thing. And what, like, you two played like back to back to back to back to back shows, didn't they? I thought it was so like a concert venue, but they can put imaging on the outside of it. Cause I keep seeing it with like an emoji on it and things. And I'm like, is this real? Like, I don't know if this is real or not. And also, where is it? Is it on the strip? Like, I need to know these things. And I, like, I'm just, I guess I could look it up, but I feel like I'm too lazy. And therefore, I didn't. Yeah, you're you're too busy, honestly. To, I am very busy. I'm not to look that lie. up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I thought you might know because technology, well, you're like much more clued into that than me. So it is real. I mean, as far as I know, and YouTube was you two, the band you two, yeah, was playing again, like back, back to back to just like 
constant shows there like to kick it all off. From my understanding, I, I remember seeing something on Twitter about it. I just feel like I would like to put an image on the outside. <laughs> what would you put I on there? I don't know what but I feel like it would be kind of cool. I bet you they do something really cool during the F1 weekend, though. They must. Yeah, that'd be badass. And really, the most important thing the last week was the fact that you had a birthday, really, because nothing else exciting. By the way, you. that steak dinner was banging. Where did you go for that? What restaurant? Was it like one of the top steakhouses you guys have? I believe it's one of the top. It's called uh, Denver Chop House. It's like, it's literally right next to the um, baseball field and, or Union Station, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's really, really good. I got a bone in steak and then a couple of bottles of wine. And it was good to just kind of like decompress, you know, like long week, right? So yeah, yeah it's kind of decompress and hang out for a bit. So yeah, that place is cool. Good ambiance. Just like good, like mood in that place. I like that place. Place is cool. Well, also news. I now know who Travis Kelsey is because how could you not? It's been all over everywhere this last week. Like who Travis Kelsey is and who he's dating. Oh, the, okay. So I literally just Google it. Yeah. I, okay. So he's with, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had to ask, why do they keep showing Taylor Swift? Like who cares? Like, okay, that's cool. She's there. Oh, that, okay. That's why they do that. That makes sense. You know what? I was telling my husband this. I was like, you don't have to like her, right? You don't have to like her as a person. You don't have to like her music. I think she's talented. You cannot deny the talent and the business yeah. that, that woman has. And everything that she even remotely touches turns to gold. His jersey, they had a yeah. 400% increase in his jersey sales. Yeah, that's dope. Lot, that's badass. Like, and she, I might be kind of off on this, but she saved like a, a ton of money or capital or whatever from not investing in FTX. Yeah, she did. Her dad was involved in that, though. Her dad's savvy as hell. Her dad was asking for a very specific thing, and I don't remember what it was, but he could. They couldn't produce it. I think and it had to do with like securities, cool. like like is Bitcoin security? Like not to get off topic, like is yeah. the SEC, you know, this and that, and then I think, I think he's in court cool this week, though, isn't he? Doesn't he have his trial? This I week? think it started today, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I 400%. And what's funny is, so his brother plays for the Eagles. His brother had, I guess before this last week, the number one selling jersey amongst female NFL fans. His brother did. Really? But assuming now that Travis's shirt has increased 400% in the last week. Mm -hmm. That like he probably outselling his brother now. But again, that was just, it was, you literally couldn't escape it. So I had to bring it up because it's topical. And yep. for those people that listen to this podcast several weeks from now or several months from now, that's where we are in life. Taylor is currently dating Travis Kelsey, <laughs> the tight end from the Kansas City Chiefs. As if I know what any of that means. Yeah. I, like I kind of follow football like just a little bit. I mean, I, I, good for him pretty cool to have those kind of seats at a chiefs game it's like vip seats that'd be badass and it would be cool to have those kind of seats at any football game yeah because you know football's a fun time if you're i don't think you even have to be a huge fan to like have a good time because a lot of it's atmosphere and like mm -hmm. i don't follow football but like no, whatever that'd be fun to go first of all we gotta go to an f1 race dude i'm down for that never been i barely watch it on tv but yeah i would i would do that yeah. Okay. Anyway, so we've caught up now. So we now have to go to our episode, which is again, episode number 30. Is this the end of season three? Mm, yeah, it is. Should we renew mm -hmm. ourselves? What do you, should we? Should we put it to a vote? Okay. All those <laughs> in favor say aye. 
Aye. Yeah, aye. All right, let's do it. All I'm right, cool. so cool. For everybody, right. we just muted ourselves. Do we get a raise? Uh, sure. Well, we have to check the, the numbers. Oh, Actually, I, I think I texted you the numbers, didn't I? Yeah, did. they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So my talent fee has just increased. Mm, they listen for me, though. I'm going to talk to my manager, and I'm going to have my manager get in touch with your... Anyway, moving on. We'll see what on. happens. We are talking about today. I don't know how this idea popped in my head because, you know, random ideas pop in your head at random times, but we throw around a lot of words, like a lot of terminology that we use within, you know, the business that we do, the clients that we have. And I'm like, not everybody knows what every word means or they think they know what it means or what it does, but like they're slightly off. And I was like, why don't we have an episode where we talk about some of the most usually usually the most used words or <laughs> phrases or see i can't even say words that we have come up on our podcast or that just are generally in our day-to-day -day vocab and just run through them so that's what we're doing today words yeah how can you make sense of the i guess jargon or terms that we use from like serp which we should get into search engine result page serp to like a backlink like like what does that all mean yeah because honestly i was hearing serp for the longest time and i had no idea what it meant i'm just being honest <laughs> yeah, it it's like, yeah what? it's serp. like i don't know what the hell that is i don't know what core web vitals are like who the hell cares what it is i just want to know what it does for me yes but if you're trying to have an educated conversation with somebody or you're trying to say you're trying to hire somebody or you're trying to take on something new or whatever it might be. And they start spouting words like you need to make sure you know what they're talking about because. Yeah. So that's what we're doing today. Words. All right. Let's do it. Let's go. What are we starting with? So we'll start with the most basic of basic of basic SEO words, a keyword. What is a keyword? I would say it is the way I would explain it is when you go into Google, and you want yep. to search for something like pizza near yep. me. Yep. I would say that's a keyword. So like a search phrase. Yeah. It is not a word. It is not one. It can be. But when we say keyword, it's slightly deceiving because a keyword, we'll talk about this in a second, but a keyword can either be a word, which is short, or a phrase, which is long, which brings us to two different types of keywords, which are short tail keywords and long tail keywords. So. What's an example of a short tail keyword? Uh, a short tail keyword would be like CBD okay. or like pre-rolls. Or cannabis or marijuana or yeah. whatever. Yeah. What is a long-term keyword? That would be like long tail keyword, by the way. That would be like, where can I find the best pre-rolls in Denver, Colorado near Capitol Hill? Ooh, that's a really long tail keyword. Something like that. Yeah. Like... Something like very with like a, a lot of words in it, like five, six, yeah. seven, eight, nine, ten words, and very, very specific. And so typically, and this does depend, typically the the shorter the word or the short tail keyword is going to be more difficult to rank for than a long tail keyword. Now that does depend on your domain authority, but typically we say that. Yeah. So that's whenever right. you have a piece of content, you want to make sure that even though you have some short tail keywords that you really would like to rank for, 
that's going to take longer. So put those into your piece of content, but additionally, make sure you have the longer tail keywords because those will rank quicker. So they'll get you moving faster. And then as time moves on, you can start ranking for those short tail keywords. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Organic search. Okay. Organic search is, those are Google results underneath. Okay. So let's say you're, you search dispensary near me. Yeah. And at the top, you're going to get three results, and those are going to be dispensaries, of course, closest to you, right? Like, like prominent dispensaries. And then underneath those map results, the, it's called the map pack. Underneath those three results, that's organic search. That's the organic results. So it's basically a result that you have gotten that has not is not from a paid ad, which right. typically, whenever you're dealing with dispensaries or anything to do with marijuana, there won't be paid ads anyway. They're not allowed to be paid ads. But so anything, if you type in shoe store near me and the first three that come up are shoe stores, but they, they'll say ad on them. Those are your paid ads. That's not organic. Right, right. Like some will like bid for that keyword, but below that map pack result, that's organic search. And then that should also should be noted that that's in Google Analytics. That's a arm of website traffic or organic search. So that's, it's basically SEO. Organic search is the result of SEO. So I, I guess you can see it's the same thing. Or organic search are ranking results on a Google result page. Okay, here we are. So what does it stand for and what does it mean? SERP. So that is S-E-R-P, like search engine results page. And you get a SERP when you put in like dispenser near me. That is a result page that displays on Google after you hit enter when you put in that keyword. Okay, there we go. I don't know why that one always used to be absent from my mind, but makes perfect sense. Only SEOs use that term. Like developers don't use it, PMs don't use it, analysts, well, yeah, analysts use it. But generally, like if, if you're in SEO, like you use the word SERP and, then, and that's it. It's very nuanced. Huh, that's good to know. Okay. Next, on-page SEO. How would you define that, Caspar? Okay. So on-page, so there's on-page and off-page SEO, right? So on-page SEO is anything that you do on your website that's optimizing it. So when Google scrapes your website and it's looking for what it's looking for in its algorithm, you have optimized all of your pages with that in mind. So for example, you have your H1, H2s, H3s, and those H1s, H2s, H3s should be keywords that you've looked up and you've researched. So that kind of thing. You want to make sure that your URLs all make sense. You want to make sure that any images you have are good sizes, that they have been optimized, your content's optimized. You have So everything that you're doing is on your website, in your website pages. Yeah, so like anything that's on the page of a website. So exactly what you just said, H1, H2, like those tags, images, yeah. title tags, meta description, like, yeah, that's it. And then off page is gonna be anything that you do off page. Like um, backlink and citations, yeah. 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 Cool. So on page typically within your website, off page typically not within the website, but things that other things that you have done in order to help your SEO strategy. Okay. Meta tags. 
So commonly used phrase meta description. That's just a, okay. So Google, again, saying that Google ranks web pages, not websites. If you have a page about a qualifying condition like ADHD or cannabis, then your meta description will summarize your entire page about ADHD as a qualifying condition for cannabis. So I believe the character limit is 160 characters. Uh In those 160 characters, you should use your keywords, whatever they are, and optimize it for Google. And also make it enticing because that's what's going to show up on SERP, search engine result page. But a meta tag, a meta description, pardon me, just summarizes what the page is about. Perfect. Okay. Content optimization. How would you define those? Like almost everything you do on a web page. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty, much, Pretty yeah. much. I'm not wrong though, right? If you think about it. Basically what it is. Your website is made up of content. So everything that you do in order to, yeah, everything you do is basically content optimization. So whether it's H1s, whether it's keywords, whether it's on-page linking, off-page linking, whether it's imaging and literally everything you do is like content optimization pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty I much mean, it. I think that's pretty vast, but in reality, that is content optimization. Basically, making sure that all of your pages and all of your content is optimized to the best of your ability to work alongside or with the Google algorithm that scrapes your website. So, in order to be effective at that, you do need to keep up with the, you know, what Google's up to these days. But yeah, that's basically content optimization. Yeah. And it's basically making the words on your website easily found by your potential customers. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I would agree. All right. Okay. So what else do we have? A backlink. Ooh, fun. Everybody's favorite backlink and citation. Pretty much the same thing. It's, It's another website mentioning your website. So like a local newspaper in Denver, as in like here are the top five dispensaries in Denver to visit, whatever that title is. And then they list the name of your dispensary and your website address in that article. That's a backlink. So that's a backlink from that newspaper, that online newspaper. Again, backlink is just a, another mention of your website on the internet. Yeah, that pretty much makes sense. Anchor text, kind of already talked about this. Yeah. It came up when we talked about optimization, but an anchor text is... So on your website, on your page, in your content, say you have a page on qualifying conditions and you want to link that page, you want to be able to link the page of qualifying conditions to a page on, say, migraines. So within your text, you are going to find the word migraine and you are going to have a hyperlink, which literally you click on it and it takes you to another page. And the hyperlink will link from the word migraine to the page migraine, which is also within your website preferably. So that's called anchor text. If it has a, if you can click on it with a hyperlink that takes you to another page, that is called anchor text. Cool. Perfect. It's clickable text. Boom. If you can the, click it, go somewhere fun. Clickable text that makes sense. Like it's like, uh, actually yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to cool. click on a word that says migraine and it takes you to, I don't know, a page on toothache or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Diving more into like local efforts, local, I guess local SEO, the kind of broad term. Well, I guess I'll start. So local SEO would be making it easier for your dispensary to be found in your market. So if you're in 
Kansas City, local SEO is just making it easier for somebody to find your dispensary on Google in Kansas City versus like St. Louis or wherever else. So it's just SEO at the very local level. That's all it is. Okay. Google business profile. That is literally your business being visible on Google, preferably within the map pack. So yeah. GMB, you don't call it a GMB anymore. That's what it used to be. Yeah. Now, now it's it Google. Yeah. It's just force of habit saying it. it's just, it's yeah. Google business profile now, but. So making thing. sure that that is with your, that you show up in the map pack and that also your GMB is accurate with accurate information and also that you have reviews that show up on there and that you're interacting with those reviews. But yeah, based making sure that if they're looking for a dispensary near me, that your business is visible and shows up. And that is critical, by the way, that your your dispensary like business category is, you know, cannabis store and you have a good description in there and you have your hours and you have your, your service area. And you know, if you do delivery, that's a service, curbside pickup that's included on there like that. Like you're saying that that's very, very important that all of that is optimized. That's the very first thing we do actually, isn't it? When we start working with a client. Yeah. yeah that's it's like first thing we do. Yeah. We have our local SEO person just do that. And then, you know, the content audit and everything, but yeah, that's, that's huge. And everybody's favorite, the technical, it's so freaking boring. Holy smokes. It's boring. I don't even, do, I don't even do it. Yeah. Like we just, <laughs> Technical SEO is not my jam at all. That yeah. is, just, <laughs> we just make sure that the guts of the website are working properly and there's nothing there's nothing slow, there's nothing bloated, there's no bloated BS code on there, there's no stupid APIs, there's there's none of that garbage on there. It's it's lean and it loads fast and it's optimized for the user. So just like how the code is structured on the website and how fast the website is and making it as efficient as possible for your customers. That's that's technical SEO. Okay, this next one, I'm gonna be totally honest with you. I don't really understand how this works. I'm just like, I need idiot's guide too on this one because it is schema markup. Now I know what it looks like and I know where we put it, but I don't really understand its functionality. Like I just like- as Yeah, so- Playing like I'm five, what this, does. Okay. So schema markup, schema is like data of data. So what it is, let's say you look up best pizza in Denver and getting away from all the reviews and everything, because that's probably going to be your first 10 results. So once you find a pizza shop, if they did this right, the data of data will say, here's the address of where we're located. Here's our phone number. Here are some reviews and here are the kind of pizzas that we can make you. That's data of data. So like Schema markup for a dispensary will be like, we're located at this address. And by the way, this is like below the meta description on SERP, search engine okay. result page. So the data of data is with this type of business, we're located at this address. They're literally coordinates when you plug in the schema. Here's mm -hmm. our phone number. I think they do reviews too for schema markup, like four star reviews, whatever, five star. And then there's like reviews that pop up. But again, schema is schema markup is data of data. And you go to a certain website, you plug in open fields, and then it gives you a bunch of code and then you paste that code on your website and then it does it for you, which is how you get schema markup. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah. Schema is so, it's, it's so freaking boring, but it is very important for um, dispensaries. Where you're located, your hours, 
what you can offer, some of your products, maybe some blog posts, which you, you should do that on your blog posts. And the type of content that you have on your website can all go on there. Your products, you know, your product reviews, all of that. Okay. Domain authority. I don't know like where it came from originally, but the only example I can personally give is when you use like SEMrush or Ahrefs or whatever, it gives you a whole bunch of information. And one of these, one piece of information is a number that ranks from like zero to a hundred. I believe it's a hundred. And whatever that number is, is like your website rank on SERPs, which we already know are search engine results pages, right? So whatever number that you have is where they're roughly predicting that you would sit on a SERP, basically. So the higher the number, the better you are. Yeah, like the the higher the number, the more authoritative you are in the eyes of a search engine. So like, for example, if you wanted to rank for migraines, let's see, migraine as a qualifying condition, and you have a brand new website, six months old, and you've got an established website, let's say five years old, which one do you think is going to show up first on a search engine? The established well, one. The established one, as long as they've been doing some work. Yeah, as long as they have their shit together, they've been doing SEO. That's where domain authority comes in. So it's like what you said, showing up on SERPs and having a reputable website. All that goes into play. It makes it a lot easier to rank when you have, it actually makes it a hell of a lot easier when you've got domain authority. Well, all right then. Yeah. I wonder who's got the highest domain authority out there. You think it would be somebody like, I don't know, like mm. a website. First of all, I was thinking like brands, but then I'm like, well, how often do you go to their websites? You don't, do you? Yeah, like, like you don't go to like a Procter & Gamble. Well, that's not a brand, like but like Coca-Cola. maybe have the highest? I would, yeah, like Amazon. I was thinking like a news source, like New York Times. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, 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 but what would be updated every single day? I would say, I don't know, that's a good question like New York Times or something is very content heavy. But content heavy that people want to go to like consistently. That's why I'm like, oh. Like not- WebMD. I'm not sure how much that's updated though. Well, Amazon. new content. Amazon.com. Maybe like a health and A hundred. Amazon has an authority score of a hundred. Organic search traffic, 763.2 million. Yes. Paid search traffic, 81.3 million and 8.3 billion backlinks. <laughs> Ooh, we could just dream. Yes, that's badass. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. That's the first time I've ever seen a domain authority of 100. So somebody like Amazon or, yeah, like you said, New York Times, it's got to be a website that keeps bringing people back for a reason. You know, that's crazy. 100. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Crawlability. How easy is it for your website, well, to be crawled? How easy is it for your website to be crawled and read by search engine? So if your hierarchy is set up correctly, so for example, like www.dispensary.com slash qualifying conditions slash ADHD is going to be much easier to crawl and indexed versus www.dispensary.com slash ADHD. And then just have like all our qualifying conditions just kind of floating around like that. That doesn't work. So crawlability is how easy is it for your website to be found by a search engine and found thus read by a search engine. And that goes into like website hierarchy, structure, yes, schema markup, all that technical boring stuff. 
-hmm. goes into crawlability. But if you have good crawlability, you can be easily found on Google. Makes sense. Okay, I don't know the answer to this one. I don't know if it's a term. I know that we do it, but I don't think we use the terminology. But canonical tag. Canonical tag, yes. Everybody's favorite. Okay, I don't so think a, we ever use those words. I think we. It's usually set up from the beginning. It should be set up from the start when you deploy the website. But a canonical tag is a piece of cut like a snippet that you put on like the the homepage that you want, for example, to tell not just search engines, but your website, your domain, that this is the correct homepage to use. So a canonical tag, think of two pieces of art. You have an original piece of art, then you have like a duplicate, like a copy. The canonical tag would be on the original piece of art. So your your canonical tag should be all on your original pages. Oh, huh. interesting. Because you don't want your other pages, you're not like copy because if you don't have canonical tags and you have duplicate content then it's just a whole bunch of fuckery that happens right that makes sense that do make sense okay alt text this is what we use for like pictures right so yeah so we have any images that we have on the website we provide an alt text which basically it's kind of like a keyword but for the image so it has to make sense right if you have a man and a dog the alt text has to say that it's a man and a dog it can't be like picture one picture two yeah, exactly or, or, or like a bunch of numbers yeah exactly yeah okay mobile optimization yeah so really like if your website it's 2023 your your website should be mobile responsive so it's like 85 percent, if not 90 percent of your traffic is going to come from a phone your website should be mobile responsive and if it's not then just just hang them up like you should not be in the game if, if your website is not mobile responsive. So mobile optimization, does it still look good on your phone when you load your website versus a desktop computer? Fair enough. User experience. How would you define that? Literally, I mean, it's, you don't really need to define it. It's literally the experience that any user to your website has, how they interact with your website, how responsive your website is how informative your website is, how easy it is to navigate your website. It's literally the whole experience of them whilst they are on your website. Yeah, there you go. How easy it is to use. Do they get what they're looking for? And I mean, that's, I guess that's it, huh? Do they find what they're looking for? And is it easy for them to find it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> cool. Okay. I'm going to throw a couple of on to you. That's not on our list. Just because. Okay algorithm the google al algorithm is i guess a set of a standard set of rules that says google wants to make its users life easier so you're going to abide by these rules and those rules are the algorithm okay let me find you another one. Ooh, we might want to do an episode on this actually black hat ah nefarious like not illegal but like pbns or like private blog networks, like, like trying to hack the system, so to speak. Yeah. So black hat, like black hat techniques mainly with, so for example, like back in the day, let's say that your homepage background was white. And when you scrolled all the way to the bottom, you would put in a ton of keywords in white text. So it would blend into the background, but it would still be read by Google. Like, like that's black hat. And it, it just, Google's too smart now. Like they'll just They'll flag it. It'll get caught in their algorithm. You'll get punched in the molars, and then your site will <laughs> take it, take a tank. Okay, here's one we talk about a lot: bounce rate. Bounce rate is 
when somebody lands on your website, do they engage with it? Do they click something? Do they scroll something? Do they interact with your website? And if not, then they just leave, like they bounce off of it. So bounce rate, the lower the bounce rate, yeah. if you if you have a 20% bounce rate, that's really freaking good because mm -hmm. that means 80% of the people that land on your website are interacting with it. Okay. And so a conversion would be? A conversion, well, you have to set it up in Google Analytics. So like a conversion would be like a purchase. So if somebody yeah. went to your your menu, purchased some pre-rolls, again, you have to set it up correctly, wire it up correctly, but that is read as a conversion. And then you can get like what product was converted, how much was it from what location on what date at what time. And so you can get your conversion rate from that once you've set up in the back end your conversion. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can get your conversion rate from like organic and then social and then direct, like each channel of traffic yeah. from the website, you can get a conversion rate from. Okay. And the last one, what is direct traffic? Direct traffic is going to your website. So instead of searching dispenser near me, you go to the, your bar in your browser and you put in, you type in www.dispensary.com and you hit enter. That's direct traffic. Perfect. All right. Well, that was a lot of the words that we use. If there's anything that you've heard and you don't know what they mean, you know where to find us. We would be happy to um, answer them for you if we know them. Well, <laughs> you all know them. I might. Who knows? <laughs> It'd be a learning experience. You know <laughs> I, I could learn something too. I know. I always kid, but I, I actually think I know. I know more than I think I know. Yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. Because you'll be like, yeah. Like you think you don't know this, but you actually do know it. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I guess I do. Anyway, yeah. If there's any more that you want us to go over or you want us to do this again with different words, we could definitely do that because it's a pretty fun one for us. But you can find us on our LinkedIn. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube. You can like, you can subscribe. You can go to Spotify or wherever you are hearing this podcast and please subscribe, but also give us a, a review. Preferably five stars. Don't give us anything lower than five stars. They're worth five stars, but yeah, leave us a review. Drop us a line because we really enjoy that kind of thing. And then we'll be back next week for episode 31, aka season four, since we renewed ourselves. And in the meantime, I'm going to finish this Myrtle book. And I guarantee you by next week, I'll be on book two. Or I will have thrown it across the room. Who knows? You might have a repaired hand. Who knows? Probably not. You've probably thrown yourself off a mountain somewhere in between all of this mess. Who knows? I'll find something to do. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening to this episode. And we will be back next week. Peace. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the High Rankings Podcast, brought to you by Dispensary Growth, the preeminent SEO agency for dispensaries. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you found value in the insight and the tips we shared. If you did, please hit that subscribe button. And if you're feeling super generous, we would love it if you left us a review. If there's a specific topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, or if you have any questions, you can go ahead and find us on LinkedIn or YouTube. We'll see you next time.